Welcome to the Jag Off Hour. Um, welcome to this week's Jag Off Hour. I just wanted to say thanks for listening again. But this episode, we're going to be talking about the mythical, the magical, the f- most philanthropic of men, <laughs> the king, Phil Kratz. He's the head Muay Thai coach at Rogue Combat Club. Shout out them. Uh, and he talked me, Izzy the Anomaly, uh, Chief Justice Ron John Roberts, Roberts, uh, do so my he taught us everything we know and I'm really grateful for him and the opportunities he's helped provide me uh but yeah I hope this episode is as fun for you guys as it was for us recording it and thank you again oh and before I forget um check them out on any social media specifically Instagram at King Phil Kratz. And yeah, we also lost about 10 minutes at the end because my computer died. Uh, but it was nothing crazy. I hope you guys enjoy and thank you for the support. This is the legendary metronome. This is the metronome, G. <laughs> Phil's vibing out, man. Hey, yeah, what? He's oh, the well, second to one to vibe out to the metronome. Goof a little Molly and let me nah. party. <laughs> Shout out to the boy Orville um, <laughs> for the popcorn sponsorship that we totally have. Respect Orville. Allegedly. This delicious popcorn. Um, buy it. And that's it. That's the sponsorship. Oh, there we go. Because gang. it only has real ingredients. Real. No. Uh, long story Only. Sh- only. <laughs> <laughs> but today. We are back again. Oh, wait. No, I think this is hella loud right now. That's why. Okay, this has got all turned. I missed the metronome. I missed the, <laughs> miss the metronome. What the fuck? Got you. Okay. <laughs> got you. Get some glow sticks. <laughs> no, bro. Bro, bro. Is that the nightclub music? <laughs> that feels like it. And then just get somebody singing in the background some bullshit. <laughs> Uh, welcome, welcome. So this is technically your second episode, time's first day. Uh, but welcome back to the Jagoff Hour, good sir. Well, thank you, good sir. It's a pleasure to be on this prestigious podcast. And if you guys wow. don't recognize that that dap, dapper young voice. Hey, yo, if you do not recognize the regal voice that was just on the podcast. Real recognize real. Real. <laughs> The royality of the voice. The royality of the voice. We have the man. The myth. The... I forgot what I said earlier, but earlier was really fire. It was super cool. Uh, the... Cra- the... Uh, fuck. Uh, the man, the myth. <laughs> the crown... I don't know. I don't know. Crown bearing king. I don't know. Hmm. King Phil Kratz! Let's go! <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, but we have King Phil Kratz here with us today. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. And it's a pleasure to be on again. Hey, shut the fuck up, nature. Yeah, nature. Indubitably. Uh, and we also have... The man who can't open a motherfucking <laughs> thing of gummies. But he does knock people out. <laughs> uh, the legendary. The mythical. I-Z, yeah. the anomaly. Roosevelt. Yeah. 
Thank and you. last Thank but not you. least, we have the mysterious and magnificent Maggie. Dun, dun, dun. I love you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like, I know on the last episode, I had you kind of bio yourself, but like, who the fuck are you, bro? Who the fuck am I, bro? God damn. I'm just Phil. No. <laughs> I'm just Phil. I'm the I'm king. I'm just Phil. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm a fighter at Rogue Combat Club. Also the head Muay Thai coach. Also the general manager. Also the king. So... I have many titles and many, many duties, responsibilities. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and today he has decided to be on the Jug of Hour. The king ah. is making his rounds. Oh my God, bro! Phil, yeah, you're bro. powerful. <laughs> if y'all couldn't tell, if y'all couldn't tell, he just summoned the storm on his regality <laughs> and, and you know royalty alone. But the and wind has freak, come bro, through. But. <laughs> <laughs> The wind has come through. He has a relationship with Mother Nature. And it comes with a certain responsibility, I must Basically, he hunts the ground. I'm, yes, it's a lot of intercourse <laughs> with said nature. Just small holes with possibly small creatures inside. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Consenting like, small creatures. No, no, not the creatures, just the earth itself. Just the earth itself, you know what I mean? I think we all need to be sprayed by the bottle real quick. <laughs> An adornment. Ah, shit. <laughs> hey, bitch, don't give it, spray the big cat. It's <laughs> <laughs> almost a perfect okay. show. So now we're, we're here, bro. Yeah. We are. We're no, fucking just... out here. Out here. And, like, currently, when this podcast is released, uh, the fuck? That car just hit something. Hey, relax. Hey, chill out, bro. That better not have been my buddy Jerry the Squirrel. Oh, my God. Not Jerry's dead. Jerry. Jerry. No. Uh, oh, what was I saying? When this podcast is released. Oh, when I... When <laughs> he'll probably be in Thailand. I will be in Thailand. What? Fucking some lady boys. Future you podcast. You take... Oh, whoa. We're in the... No. Three lady boys deep. Jaguars in Thailand. I yeah. like to redact my name from the start of this podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? The Jag? It's just the Jags and... No, uh, it's just the off hour right now. The <laughs> off hour? Yeah, no, no. Uh, but yeah, I'll be in Thailand like a, two weeks deep if I can keep, do my maths right. Uh, which is wild. But dude, Phil, for, ev- for everybody listening who isn't I don't know. Phil Phil is the man, the myth, the legend. He really fucking is. He's taught me like everything I've known about Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know shit about shit, but the shit I do know, the shit I do know, yeah. <laughs> it came from the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, that. Respect. I appreciate Basically, that, Jack. Same here, brother. Same here. You yeah. know. You guys I, are fucking like surpassed like all the shit. Like, you guys are, yeah. <laughs> Every day you guys amaze me and the shit you guys can do, and yeah, I'm, I'm honored to be a small part in it. It's you know fucking, what it shows, awesome. though, man, is the influence that you've had on us, like the crop of guys that you've really brought up. Like, are we your first fighters that you really brought would, up yeah, as the yeah. head coach? Let's go! Yeah, you guys are like, yeah. You got two four and oh fighters that you brought up on your own here. Yeah. Head ass, dead ass, bro. So yeah. the level of coaching that you're giving out, man, is awesome, and you're really putting us to work in the sparring room, in the training room, 
and that's why we've been succeeding in the ring. You know, yeah. so kudos to you and the programs that you've been developing over there at Rogue Combat Club. Hey, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that, man. Yeah, it's definitely like uh, taking like some time to develop them and like mm -hmm. some trial and error, figuring out what's right and what's For wrong sure. to do. And like, you've been on some of those trips where we've we've had to learn things yep. together Sometime on the fly. You gotta learn. <laughs> you gotta learn, man, in the heat yep. of the fire. And then that's the that's the reason that I love this gym so much. As one of the reasons, at least, there's so many reasons. Right. But the fact that you guys really, when I first came in, you guys were really going out there and battle testing all your tactics, you know what I mean? You weren't teaching anything that didn't work in the cage, mm -hmm. and you were very straightforward with the and fact And or that, ring. We do not discriminate. Yeah, either one. Streets one, as well. One, one is Streets. way cooler than the other, just saying. We can all um, agree on that. We can all agree on that. That's true, bro. I can't but, wait to step in an octagon. Or a cage, period. Just a cage. Yeah. It's like a prison we'll cage. Right in here, brother. Thailand. Oh, brother. <laughs> but yeah, no, man. It's it's been an awesome journey, and it's it's. I'm gr glad to have you as a corner, you know. And through the coaching, I've seen what it takes to like be as influential and as well spoken as you are in the in front of the class. Like that shit is very hard to address a class full of people. It's... Like talk a little bit about that, man. Oh man, yeah, that is that is uh, an acquired skill just like fighting itself. It uh it is not something at least for me that I was born with and uh I remember the first few classes like sweating up there. Yeah. Like just nervous as I've ever been, like stumbling upon my words, like just yep. making a <laughs> fool of myself sometimes. Voice would be cracking, like all all the funny things you Everything. could think of, yes, you know. Everything, yes sir. And, uh, yeah, it took time, man. There's a, a lot of times where I was just, uh, is that imposter syndrome where I was just up there, like, looking around and wondering if anyone even believed what I was saying, yeah, you know? because you weren't confident in it. I totally feel mm -hmm. that, man, early on in my coaching. Like, it's, you have to be confident in what you're saying, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. And it's not like I don't know the techniques, but it's just trying to convey them in a very fundamental way mm -hmm. to a crowd of people who maybe half of them have never done it before. You know, so you need to be able to teach it on such a beginner level, you know, and, you know, teach it with a level of confidence that you, uh, that you don't sound like you're full of shit, you know? Right, yeah, and then it's like, yeah, you have to, every single person's different, so your approach has For to be sure. different. And how you break down something to a beginner is going to be different than how you break down somebody like to, like you yeah. or, or Jack, who's more experienced, like. There's different details you're gonna to touch on, different ways you approach the conversation, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's weird. It's a, it's like that's a trial by error, learning how you're gonna like, you know, each person you're gonna to talk to differently, coach differently, for you sure. Know, and uh, it takes time to figure that out and like yeah. figure out what works best for each person. For sure, man. It, it's it's good, and I think we have a good amount of like different sized coaches now at Rogue Combat Club too, to where Megan. There's a She's coach. Like asleep over there. There's a coach for the smaller people, <laughs> you know, the lighter weights. Mm -hmm. There's coaches for the tall people with the long limbs. Mm -hmm. Like we got all the body types. Johnny's a stout motherfucker, yep. you know, for all them. So yeah, and all the different like fighting styles yeah. too. Like I fight so differently than you fight yeah. than. Deuce fights and boo-boo fights we and all Johnny fight fights. Extremely like, differently, even though we all train on the same program. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all training the same program, doing the same drills in the same room. But when we get in the cage, it's a different 
fucking it's a different performance for everybody i love it man it's great we got a great team of fighters you know and i'm excited to see the next batch come through that i'm able to help yeah absolutely you're already like you can see all like the reviews and like all the positive things people have been saying like you're already starting to have that influence on people and like this next crop of fighters i'm like damn i started with isaac and fundamentals as isaac can do some fundamentals you know like you're starting to have that like impact now on people so it's really fucking yeah it's awesome man it's leaving a legacy you know yeah it's really important yep core values bro they be coming up all the time bro and those new members are so fucking sharp yeah like i was just sparring with some of the newer guys like this last uh week in uh in uh the uh wednesday night class and they were good, man. Like, there's some people I was like, man, I've never seen you spar before. And, like, they were throwing some good techniques, throwing good combos, landing shots. I was like, like, damn, y'all are doing good? Because a lot of them, like, uh, if you've only taken fundamentals classes and stuff, uh, I'm not really, like, the coach for a lot of the fundamentals. So, uh, it's weird. Like, Because uh, you taught me my fundamentals. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, uh, I started out as a fundamentals coach, and now, like, I don't teach but one fundamentals class a week i think you know so uh it's uh it's pretty crazy to to see that like uh a lot of the people they'll come up to all levels classes and i don't even know their name yet i'm like who are you that's crazy yeah, bro. it is it's, it's wild been, it's been wild to see and it's like wow this new uh new progression yeah this new wave like where like i used to be the forefront of it now i'm like i'm meeting them more towards the middle towards yeah. the end of their yeah. like you know as they progress in their journey uh, so it's crazy, yeah. It's a wild thing to, to How see. How long evolve. have you been at it now? Um, I'm going on year six now. Like I'm coming up on six years here. Hell pretty soon. yeah, bro. So, That's uh, crazy. It's wild, dude. Yeah, it's like I've been like in every year. It seems like a whole different lifetime, almost. Like since how, you were 19, like uh, 20. Yeah, 20? like yeah, okay. just turned 20. You're I going believe. on six years. Yeah, I see, yeah, I see. going on six years. Yeah, <laughs> so you're pretty soon because yeah, my birthday's coming up pretty fucking soon too. Birthday. Damn. Birthday. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's wild. Yeah. Like just, if, it feels like I'm starting to be like, uh, now I'm starting to like get that confidence where like, I'm like, all right, I've been in this for a while. I know what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about, you know? Whereas sure. like in the beginning, you don't, you don't have that confidence. It takes no. time. Bro, and, you really starting to wear the crown. You really yeah. starting to really re- wear that crown. I've been trying to like really yeah, embrace that, like that leadership role in my being somebody that like people and the members can look up to and like uh yeah even even if they see me less because i'm like doing more like behind the scenes shit now i want like when they see me on the mats i'm like you know like damn that's the king that's how like that's what we're aspiring to get to that's what we're like trying to all like be like you know yeah man bro you are so fucking like you're talking all this business stuff and like how you became such a better person but dude your fighting is incredible yeah i appreciate that man yeah man like dude whenever you like really fight when you're really in your shit bro it's like i've talked to mike caller shout out mike on the uh, last episode uh Uh, but literally, bro, I've talked to Mike about this shit. And, like, when you really, like, you're in your zone, you're the fucking king, bro. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And that's, like, the, I think the hardest thing for me is, yeah, getting into that zone and finding the right, like, zone to be in when, well, when you got to compete and, it's like, perform. So, it's so hard to be a fighter when you are also being a coach. Mm-hmm. Is the main thing that I've learned 
personally in my own like becoming a coach right it's hard to be a fighter and focus on yourself even when you're there and you're not working and you're just there in the sparring room mm -hmm. guys look to you now because they know you're the coach mm -hmm. it's, <clears throat> it's a different mentality that it is, is crazy. so it's i i can understand where it might be hard to flip that switch again and be like this is my round this is my time like i'm gonna shine i'm not gonna like slow down and let this guy kind of get a get a little tit for tat <laughs> yeah, you know right. like you do with the newer people mm -hmm. in the room absolutely yeah it's different for sure and like i think after i had two two fights and then my third fight is when i started like after my third fight i started becoming a coach so like, yeah since like i've had like nine fights since then all being a coach at rogue That's and crazy. fighting at rogue Mm -hmm. And uh, that, I think once that happened, that's when it added like another sense of pressure as well too. Because yeah. then it's also like, I'm like, I'm a, a direct showcase of what Rogue is doing. Yeah. So like, if I feel like if I don't compete at my uh, highest level or perform at my best, it's a reflection of the gym as well, which it doesn't, necess it doesn't necessarily work that way. But uh, um, I, it put that sense of pressure on me. I know? totally understand where you're coming from there, man. And you're and, fucking deep into yeah. it too now. Yeah, like, yeah, there's no, like, now I'm at that point where it's like, you know, I'm fighting, like, very high-level people. Um, Bro, you, know, you are so clean, so fucking clean. That's the thing, clean. like, when I'm on, I'm on, but then, like, you know, if I'm off, I'm fucking off. So yeah. it's, it's like finding that fucking, you know, finding that point where I can always get to that, like, I'm performing and performing yeah. at my best. You know? <clears throat> well, I want to talk about, like, a specific performance where we saw that, you know, at, uh, I forget what exact number, but the fight for it event where you fought against Sam Marler, mm -hmm. I saw you come out around the entire building with your right hand raised. You know, right. you were in victory for your entire walkout to the to the fight. You know, mm -hmm. your right hand was raised going around the building, walking into the ring. You stood in the ring with your right hand raised. Like, how did you get to that point? That mentality in that fight. You know, and then what? What do you think happened to it? Yeah, it's weird, like, because it, it, it switches on and off for some fights, like, mm -hmm. and uh, I've been able to, like, get into that mode better recently, um, but yeah, and that fight is just, like, I don't know, like, between, like, the training camp and everything leading up to it, I just felt so ready for everything, and, like, um, I was at that point where I just, like, I felt like I did everything I could possibly do, there's nothing more I could have done to prepare, and I was just, like, I was going to go out there and perform, and, yeah. uh, it's actually shout out to to the jag here when uh i first started reading uh with winning in mind yeah. was that training camp and uh and fucking it helped a lot and i instead of like focusing on the result i focused on my own performance that fight and my whole goal was i was going to go out there and have fun yeah and like if you remember that fight i was laughing <coughs> i was smiling in the cage Real. which like it's hard to do in a fucking fight, you yeah. know, have a good time when you're in the, like, in the midst of a fucking yeah. fight, you it's know? hard to crack a smile in there and yeah. talk shit, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. It is, like, it is. It was one of the first fights where I was able to do that, where I was yeah. able to smile. I remember talking shit to him one time. He tried to, like, teep me in the knee. I was like, don't you teep me in the knee, motherfucker. And then, like, I, I hand kicked that, him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, so just, like, I think I, re I remember being so present and just so focused on my own performance and not the result. Yeah. And then... 
And then I got a title fight the next fight, and I think my mentality switched, so now I have to win this belt. Now you have to win. And I have to okay. win instead of like, now it's like, hey, let's focus on my performance again. I get to again. perform. Exactly. I think I put I this extra win. added stress again yeah. on top of myself. Yeah. And then I and then I think you could tell by that performance, like it, it was one of my worst ones, obviously. Yeah. And uh, so it's just like... Well, it wasn't one of your worst performances, honestly. It was a hard fight. But yeah, like it, I fought it, like a super it, tough dude. It was 13 and 2. Yeah, fucking. it wasn't by any means like worst performance. It was no, a, but... It was a hard fight where you were gritting through it, but like for whatever reason, you couldn't get... I looked like I was like one step behind. The, yeah, kind you of the couldn't. Whole fight. You couldn't get it in your like you groove. It looked like you were there in your head. No, you couldn't get in your groove. Is all it was. Every time you started to get into your flow, into your groove, you would get hit. I'd get You'd cracked get by something. Cracked. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't what, bad. Bro. <laughs> no, he was clean. And like, didn't he go pro right after that yeah. fight? Yeah, too? that was his last amateur yeah. fight. So like, and that's what I mean. Like, when I'm at this level where like I'm not getting easy fights mm-hmm. anymore. So. No. Like, I have to be at this point where I'm I'm showing up to ready to compete. Otherwise, like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna get fucking hurt out there. And we're in one of the hardest divisions oh, in yeah. <laughs> in the sport. You and me, like in the 170s, and honestly, probably we don't really need to be there. No. If we if we're really weighing 170, like now I'm gaining weight. I'm up to like 185, which is good. I cause... would be comfortable fighting at 170 right now. Yeah, and against that's... a lot, like basically anybody, because I feel like. Not a lot of people in the amateurs are cutting 15 pounds or more. Like, there's no, a f- couple there, freak motherfuckers there, out there. There definitely are, and it's weird that I keep running into them, but yeah. fucking... Because, um, like, the last two... My last two opponents both both walked around, like, 190, you know, yeah. close to 200. I walk around 170. You walk around 170. So, I mean, all of our fighters do that. Like, most of our fighters like do Jack that. Like, Jack fights giants. Like, you, you're, you're, you're <laughs> like a great you're example of that. fighting at, like, 185... Versus guys who are definitely cutting from like 200 pounds. Oh Bro. yeah, 200 plus for sure. <laughs> These guys look fucking big. <laughs> they're, they're big boys cutting to 185, and you're just walking around at that, you know. I think honestly, it's not good for the longevity of your career. You know, like for me, I think fighting at a weight class below 170 is gonna be bad for my body because I'm so tall, mm-hmm. and this frame that I have needs to have more you need weight to have on more it. Need more muscle, yeah. I think so, you're doing the right thing for sure. So I think I'm doing the right thing by putting on more weight, you know. But if you are literally weighing 185, like even Justin now, if you walk around 185, 1 fucking 90 ish, go to 170 and yeah. try that out now, you know, and then you'll at least be able to feel what everybody else is feeling you know mm-hmm. or go against somebody who's really your same size yeah or th- closer that's where i'm kind of like stuck in this like middle ground now where like yeah i'm i walk around 170 and all my like recent <laughs> fights have been at 170 yeah and uh now now just recently i've been starting to feel like i'm a little too small for 170 so i'm like it's I nice either put on muscle or yeah. i cut to 155 it's nice in kickboxing that you can do 165 right you they can have those in do, yeah, yeah you can do like 155 165 170 mm-hmm. 175 right. 180 is a weight class you know like yeah. they got all those weight classes so there's a lot of options you know absolutely you just might have to fight kickboxing kickboxing because yeah. they're the ones with all the weird options yeah and i'm and i'm trying to only really do muay thai i understand you that know? i understand like, so I've, done, muay thai I've done is so fun, bro. i've done so many kickboxing fights i've had three two or three muay thai fights now 
Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to have more Muay Thai fights, you know? Yeah, like, I feel you, bro. Trying to rack a few of those under My the first one was Muay Thai, and then I did three fights that weren't Muay Thai, you know? Like, yeah. my last two were modified because I didn't think they were going to let me get into a, a full rules Muay Thai mm-hmm. fight. I was confused about the rules <laughs> right. system there. But, uh... <clears throat> Yeah, my first one, I debuted with full Muay Thai, and that was before we even knew how to throw elbows right. Yeah, we barely we, trained with that well, was some we trial never and error. trained with That them. was some trial never. and error right there. Yeah, I just But, yo, I landed a couple of them. Sure I landed did. a couple of they clean nice, ones, bro. bro. Some hard ones. Yeah, yeah that was... Yeah. Oh, my God. The little bit we trained them, you were, you were landing them. Oh, boy. That was a fun fight, man. That was a good one. Beating that man up in front of his children. Yeah, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, that's a good feeling. It I remember, good. yeah, my first time, like, knocking a dude out in front of his kids. It's like, whoa, like, yeah. kind of your father now. The knockout is, <laughs> yeah, the knockout is a whole nother feeling. Like, just beating him up in the first place, and, like, by the end of the fight, yeah, like, we knew who won. Oh, there Everybody was no, knew who won. There was zero doubt. Me uh-huh. and him both knew. He looked me in the face, like, in the last round cracked him and he backed up and I kind of like just walked up on him with my hands down I kind of stepped to him classic move and then the horn blew and I was like ah I'm I'm done you know it's over but nah I clipped him a couple of times man and I think the second fight even when I got my first real knockdown that was a crazy feeling because I remember the shot I connected I felt it ripple through my entire fist and into my forearm, Whoa. like, bro, because I hit him with a rear teep, a lead teep that I landed forward into a jab cross, and then oh. the cross landed so clean, like, I felt it go all the way up my forearm, That's the deep. vibration of that shot, like, it was fire in those little 10-ounce yokao gloves that I had, <laughs> yes, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, there's not much padding in those. <laughs> no, no. And there was a clean shot right to the fucking side of the head. Yep. And I missed that because I was in the back uh, warming deuce up. Yeah. And you went ahead and got cracked in the first round, so we had to stop watching. (laughs) Yep. See? Southpaw, orthodox. I'm moving, bobbing. I think, oh, I'm just going to throw a jab to the head, cross to the body. Nope. Left hand to the jaw. About three and a half steps backwards later, and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm fighting a dude. Oh, shit. Like, as, pop, pop. as you stumble I'm back, I, I close the curtain. Yeah. I saw that dude, shit, bro. We're not going to watch this anymore. I saw that shit. I was sitting in the crowd, and I saw that shit. Like, everyone was going crazy. I think it's doing great. I close the curtain. That shit happens. Uh. And then I look over at you guys. And I see there's cl- I see you go like, yeah, we're not gonna watch. I see you turn your head around and say something, and then like the curtain closes, and I was like, oh shit. And then uh, like I was still standing in the crowd, and I was like, ah, he's a second round warrior. <laughs> That's so true, though. You did say it, yeah. It's back uh, when you like to start it a little slow. And the second round when I came out and I got Crazy. that knockdown, you know? There we go. Crazy. And I was like, yeah, second round warrior. We heard the crowd <laughs> cheer back there, and I was like, I'm not going to look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm hoping that's Isaac. We're not going to look right now. We're going to focus on our fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. got to focus on warming you up, Deuce. You got a little title contention for this BMK. Yep, for his 170-pound belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real, bro. He still has that 170-pound strap. <laughs> because they didn't send him the 135 pound. Nope. <laughs> Fucking. Probably the, the smallest 170 pound champ on, yeah. on the earth right now. The beast mode. <laughs> shout out beast mode killers promotion, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Deuce Almighty. <laughs> 170 pound champ. 
dude that crazy. shit was incredible bro phil you really are like thinking about it bro like like you're fucking like dude you have two four and oh fighters that how does that feel bro yeah, like it's pretty crazy our stable of fighters right now is insane and then like this the new group coming we have coming up, up like like young sam oh, Rob oh my Oslo, god Derek, uh, yeah Fucking Corey, the list goes on. Like we have so Yo, many freaking gray. Braun. Gray is so technically nice, but he doesn't want to hit anybody in the face yet. Uh, he doesn't so understand we're it. We're gonna fix that. We'll fix is that. Is Gray the big tall dude? Nah, Gray is the red beard, Viking haircut oh, dude. Cool ass trunks yes, now. Yes, purple, yes. Starting purple, to get purple, cool yeah, ass. Yeah. The purple Hayabusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some cool ass gear lately. And then love Chandler. Chandler is Chandler. pretty clean yeah. too. Yeah. I just feel like he puts his head forward yeah. a little yeah. too much to, in his stance. We'll get, I, I threw some Mike good Tyson knees thing. on him last oh, far, yeah. and yeah, Mike wanted me to hit him with some good knees. Shout out Chandler, though. he took him well. Like he didn't, yeah, he didn't drop or nothing. So if you're listening, Chandler, good shit. Shout yeah, out Chandler, Chandler bro. <laughs> bro, yeah. yeah, no. And then uh, Jake as it. well. Jake is good too, but he does the same thing where he backs his hips up. Yeah. I think it's because he has like a that little wrestling, bit of wrestling yeah. and, and uh, jiu-jitsu experience, you know. Yeah, sometimes people gotta remember Muay Thai. You gotta and, put and your hips. MMA are two different. You gotta sports. put your hips forward. But I get, I get what he's doing if he's keeping his hips back and maybe he's thinking MMA. Yeah, but even he does for, still take jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but even for MMA, you don't like, you know, you'd wanna, you gotta do that in a safe way, right? Yeah, you, imagine, like, you can't keep your head above your hip like uh, in front of your hips yeah that's just you like know? even MMA that's the only knee, the only the MMA fighter that does that and doesn't get super fucked up is Brandon Moreno but he does get fucked up yeah look at him after all those fights yeah like, he does get fucked up but he does that he pero keeps... no one day wait shit but what's... someday <laughs> but someday yeah. I will be a <laughs> Shout out. And he was. <laughs> Shut up, Marino. Baby For like a month. <laughs> and Until like, the rematch. And then, like, the champion again, I think he's an interim champ right now. For real, yeah. That's for like a month. For a fourth time. <laughs> and he's going to fight a guy who weighs, like, 170 pounds. Yeah, and cuts to 125. The fucking sport's crazy, bro. It's That's insane. The, it, weight cutting is, like, a big <laughs> issue in this sport where, like, why can't you just fight at your own weight? Like, why can't we just fight at your own weight? How about we all weight? just agree that we're not going to cut weight whenever yeah. you walk around now why you show gotta, up? Why do you have to drain your brain of hydration be, right before, the day before we go out and just punch each other in the head? Honestly, like, the PKB, like, definitely not the Johnny Davis route, but, like, the PKB route is, like, the, um, <laughs> is, like, the route where, like, we all just show up whatever weight you show up on, you weigh in, and then we just get matched up about 10 pounds in your weight, and then... You yeah, know, let's not all cut like fifty pounds to like. True. Yeah, but it's uh, crazy. You know, I guess like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I guess the guys I fought probably always thought I was cutting hella weight. No, nah, but dude, I you wasn't. Didn't look thick. You didn't I, look I wasn't. But they probably the, thought the height. The, like they probably thought yeah. he still had sh- to you cut. You showed weight. up and like, oh man, he didn't I, cut any I weight. I showed <laughs> up one sixty-eight, bro. Like I showed up one sixty-eight. I did that for a lot of one seventy-pound fights. Oh weight under one seventy. I was 163 in my debut fight. For 170? Yeah, for 170. Yeah, my Against last... a dude who was definitely a little over 170. Oh, like, yeah. Like, dude was jacked. Yeah. You remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Morris Jeter, bro. He was jacked. He was jacked. Yeah. <laughs> Had some muscles on him. I was like, all right, we just got to get through this first round. He's going to come out hard. You He's probably going to hit very hard. You did say that. And I did get punched a couple times, but I didn't get, like, clipped. clipped. Yeah, and that's what I was like. You know, these type of those type of body styles, they come out really hard in the first round, and usually rounds two and three, they start, you know, mm-hmm. tapering down a little bit. Those muscles are hard to, hard to you know, keep the oxygen in mm-hmm. for too long. 
Yep, something to recognize to where I was able to, like, avoid that. Mm-hmm. Especially since I do, slow, like, start slow. <clears throat> it was good that you got me that message in that fight. Because yeah. could have got clipped. Yeah. If I just went out there and I was like, stump. stump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, jab. Jab. Yeah, yeah. And that's an issue I have as well too. Starting a little too yeah. slow for sure. Like I have the opposite. <laughs> you fucking run head first into into the fight, like right into the clinch. <laughs> I should do something crazy next time I like fight, like just something crazy right off the bat. I don't know, like a Sanchai teep to the face. I used or... to always love to start with a hard rear teep oh, to the face. Like, yeah. You know that was never never a bad option. I, yeah. I'm not mad at starting with that. You know. That but, uh, wakes people up. Yeah. Or just come out, go head kick, Superman punch. Ooh, that's a right clean away. way to start, man. You drop them, like they block the head kick, and you drop them with the Superman what? punch. Yeah. I could see that. And uh, then drop him two more times in the same round. Nothing like some good fighting. So, Jag, you're going out to Thailand to fight. Hopefully, hopefully, perhaps tussle with a few lady boys as well in the street. I told him the every streets. every fight he has in Thailand counts for like a quarter of a fight here in America. A quarter of a fight? <laughs> yeah, because they do that shit every weekend. So they're not, it's not the same ethos out there. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I would honestly... I <laughs> he's would, gonna end up fighting Americans anyways well, because of his no, weight. No, he's, he's gonna fight like a big, like hefty uh, chuck tuck driver that's like, you know, gonna be 5'2", but Smoking he's gonna be Cigarettes. He's gonna be 185 pounds, so Jag's gonna have to freaking, you know, like beat him up. <laughs> you right. But, and then uh, get a ride back to his house from him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really, like knock so, him in out. He's, he's gonna, gonna get. He's up. gonna get mob style murdering in a tuck truck. Tuck tuck truck. <laughs> just because I elbowed a man and I cut him yep. up. Man. Oh yep. yeah, and in the, the first mafia. round, and it was really disrespectful. And then I elbowed him, and then just head kicked, and he was done. <laughs> Throw a teep in the first round and see what happens, like to the face. Heard. Just see how everyone reacts to you. Oh, I hear that's you. really cool. <laughs> in Thailand. Are you gonna? So that is a re, an honest question. Are you gonna you gonna do the Thai style? Start out slow and fuck around for the first two rounds, or are you gonna just I'm jag just it out, run jag right, it into out. The, right into the clinch? I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna fight smart, but I'm gonna jag it out. I respect it. Uh, I like I'm comfortable with what I do and like I don't know, dude. I fucking like uh, back to the weight part. Like I've definitely been feeling out my weight, and I'm definitely like as I've been going through the fights, I've been realizing like these guys are really fucking big. Mm-hmm. Uh, like every dude I fought had looks way bigger than me. Like, yeah. even the first fight. Like, the very uh, first yeah. fight I Every had. Every one of them. <laughs> he was the fucking s- huge. Yeah. Every one of them. <laughs> and then the second fight against that dude who elbowed me, he was fucking huge. He was that fucking dude was huge. Giant. He looked like Bro, a heavyweight. It seemed like every time he went to the event, it was one super jack dude, and then one dude who was kind of chubby. <laughs> For real. Both times. But much bigger than me. They don't, Always bigger. <laughs> yeah, like, but the thing is, it's still like, you gotta get through this major jack dude, and then your next fight's a cake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Something like Get that. Get through Brock Lesnar first, though. <laughs> <laughs> if you make it through the Brock Lesnar, you can make it through anybody, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting when I go to Thailand, man. And like, You'll probably the... have to cut weight to get matches. Something, man. I don't think I'll have that much of a problem. What did I kick? Oh, man, my just shut the fuck papers. up and cut some weight, bro. Bro, I'm not. I'm cool. Listen, medication listen, dog. It's better than medication, that's that's Wu-Tang raps. Remember, y'all, medication 
Oh no, meditation is better than medication, so there's that. Said the Wu-Tang raps, and Phil, what are they? What are they? Right there, what's that say? Oh, that wow, says 100% organic is They're, what it says. Wu-Tang raps, y'all caught that? 100% or They're organic. They're raps, bro. And it's better. Meditation and they do raps. is better than medication. Period. So y'all remember that? Heard that. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like, you were my first coach, bro. Thank you. Like, Fact. oh, my God, what did I do? Oh, I broke one of my pins. <laughs> it just went through the chair. Amateur. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, no, it's the drag off. Oh, oh, right. I Something. forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you, man. Like, fuck, man. Like, I wouldn't have even thought about going to Thailand. I wouldn't have even got thought about going to Thailand if I if I didn't come to the gym that day and I I met a long-haired dude with a with a backwards hat. I know it looked almost homeless. Huh? Almost, 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 but just enough respect that you're like, all oh, right, this guy might know a little bit of Muay Thai. Yeah, mm. I came in looking like a homeless dude who didn't have any food and long no, hair yeah, as well. Yeah, like malnutrition. Yeah. <laughs> Malnourished. Shout I basically was malnutrition. Basically wasn't eating back then. But that yeah. was a hungry motherfucker who came in ready. Ready to fight. Ready, ready. to go. Isn't that weird though cuz yeah, two like, classes off the rip. Yeah, you've done the opposite. You've like you've probably slimmed down and lost weight since joining Rogan. Me and Isaac, we've actually gained weight and stopped looking a yeah. little bit like string beans. So crazy. It's kind of crazy how Rogue will give you exactly what you need. Exactly Bro. what you need, even if they're to two totally different things. Exactly. Or I even if you just want to punch somebody in the face every now and then and pretend it's your husband, like That's we totally cool. got you, bro. What? Come in Punch some pads or whatever. And you can pretend it's your significant anybody. other. <laughs> you know, get your violence out in a healthy way at Rogue Combat Club. Shout out Rogue. <laughs> Shout out them. You know, and the it's King a great community. It's a great community of people. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> that but is a fact. Fuck, man. Like, thank you. Thank you for, I don't know, just being there, bro. Like, no, shout out you, Jack. Thanks for being El Haguayer, bro. Sweet. Because. Dude, like your energy when you come into the gym is infectious, like oh, a yeah. like a bad rash, um, <laughs> like a real bad rash. <laughs> like a good, no, like a good rash that you want to take home with. Like a staph <laughs> infection. Yeah, like a good staph. No, infection like a that like a leave. healthy and friendly little wee- ringworm. Exactly. Where it's like, <laughs> you know it's there because you were at the gym. Yeah. And, uh, no. <laughs> oh no, but uh, yeah, like bro, every time you come in there, you're smiling, you bring good energy, you're always happy, and like come ready to work bro and like i respect that like yeah. you know you're never like you're never uh pissed off about doing hard work you're never like pissed off about outside shit you come in and you're ready to like go and yeah. you're ready to like be which a good is so partner. hard to do it's really hard to not get pissed off yeah especially in situations where like coach mike says we have six minutes to have all the gear on <laughs> oh my god Billy walks everybody, in five minutes. <laughs> everybody <laughs> is still kicking the poles or each other's with nothing on. <laughs> One minute left. <laughs> Everyone we have rushes to a get minute and thirty on. seconds to get everything on. I'm fully padded. <laughs> Christian Stover walks in the door. It's it's <laughs> it's one minute down. Fifty nine seconds. He rushes to the mats. I tell him hustle, hustle stovetop. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's on the mats, shin guards, one glove goes off, and you hear the 
slight chime of Mike's bells go off. <laughs> Mischievous and almost unrecognizable if you don't know what it is. But when that bell goes off, you know you're fucked. <laughs> And then I have to do all the extra hard work. <laughs> because so you pissed. undisciplined little shits don't want to get your shin pads on a minute and a half early. Just put them on early and kick each other, bro. Put them on bro. in the car. Yeah. While Just you're driving, even. Be yeah. here 15 minutes early like we told you to. You sons of bitches. Not 30. Not an hour. <laughs> 15, Fifteen minutes. Goddamn minutes. So you're not taking up the extra parking spaces. And other members can have their easy place to park. If you show up here at 745, it's one, going to be packed out already. And two, we're going to be pissed because you're late, bro. Pissed as far. You're late. It's just disrespectful as hell. Yeah. So anybody who's done no, that to me bad. before, you it's owe me like, basically I'm going to leg kick you randomly and you know who you are. That's very fair. <laughs> if I, you're listening to the program. I condone that <clears throat> message and I do support it. Alright, cool. That's out there in the world. What's our next topic here? What you got? Jag's reading. Yeah, dude, I was trying to sum up the Daily Stoic. Uh, Pleasure of tuning up. November 27th, this fine Sunday evening, uh, the Daily Stoic, that book I mentioned in our last podcast, the Daily Stoic, the number one Wall Street Journal bestseller, I need the noises, yeah, uh, by Ryan Holiday, like, so today is the pleasure of tuning out the negative. Fuck that negativity. Yeah, bro. Marcus Aurelius says, How satisfying is it to dismiss and block out any upsetting or foreign impression and immediately to have peace in all things? Like, you know how easy and how satisfying your life would be if anything that made you mad just 